I'm scrolling through YouTube. Oh, shout out to Pink. Shout out to Pink Book Lessons. She be doing nothing. So I see a story that she's covering. And I'm like, oh man, this is wild. But it's a young lady who whatever's going on in the relationship, she ended up killing her children. How about I let the news people tell the story instead of me trying to tell the story? I'm gonna share this. I'm going to let the news people tell the story. You know what I'm saying? Because I know you asked me, but I'm going to let the news people do it. Why? Because the news people, dog, that's what they do, dog. So. Sadness and hurt with the loss of yet another young child in New Orleans. Someone left a stuffed animal and balloons on the stairs in front of a home in the 3100 block of Law Street. According to the NOPD, a woman was arrested here on Sunday for allegedly stabbing her two children, a four-year-old daughter and a two-year-old son. The young girl did not survive that attack, and the children's father reportedly hurried to that scene after seeing a disturbing social media post by the mother, 31-year-old Janae Pettisclo. She said in a blood-stained shirt, quote, my children are dead. I'm done. I'm done with life. The father, Jermaine Rogers, had to break through a front window to get the kids and rush them to the hospital. Reverend Johnny Arvey is the pastor of the Law Street Missionary Baptist Church just down the street from the mother's home. It hurts. It's, it's sad. You know, I feel for the children, the father, and even the mother. Uh, I really feel bad for her. The two-year-old boy is still alive tonight, and he is still in the hospital with serious injuries. Tonight, Erica Ferrando is following the story. It's just heartbreaking one, and she's joining us live on Law Street where police say that attack happened. Erica, what's the latest? That's right, Katie. The stabbings happened in the house behind me, and you can see those balloons and stuffed animals still sitting outside the front door. But according to court records, the father of those two children expressed concern for their safety months ago. A devastated uncle shared these photos of his beloved two-year-old nephew, Jason, and his four-year-old niece, Paris. This old photo is one he now treasures more than ever, as Paris died after the sibling's mother allegedly stabbed them. A makeshift memorial now sits outside the Law Street home where it happened around 11 Sunday morning. While Paris died at the hospital, Jason was taken to a hospital in critical condition and is recovering. NOPD arrested the children's mother, 31-year-old Janae Podesclo, for the crime. Moments after the stabbing, a woman that appears to be Podesclo shared a video on Instagram with blood dripping down her chest. We're not sharing the graphic video, but in it you can hear the woman say, my children is dead, I'm done, I'm done with life, and it's all Jermaine's fault. According to court records, Jermaine Roberts is the kid's father, and in April, he filed a petition seeking sole custody of the two kids that would have allowed the mother weekend visitation rights. He claimed Podesclo didn't let him see the children since he was in a relationship. He said in the petition, quote, she's not stable or providing a healthy environment for the kids. He added, the mother takes non-prescription pills. She drinks and drives under the influence. Podesclo was set to appear in court for the custody battle in 10 days. Court records for a Janae Podesclo show a criminal history, including several arrests just over a decade ago for attempted simple robbery, drug charges, including using a fake prescription to get drugs, aggravated assault, and last year she faced criminal damage to property charges. Charges. And now for allegedly stabbing her children, killing one, Podesclo faces charges of second-degree murder, attempted murder, and second-degree cruelty to a juvenile. A tragedy the children's uncle says he wishes he could have saved them from. 
That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. And I have so many questions. Yeah. But it's sad. It's tragic. It's not nothing to make fun about. So we're not here to make fun or anything. But we do want to kind of get some understanding and trying to just ask some questions to get to a common ground of understanding. Um, oh, wow. I don't know where to start, but <laughs> I guess we'll start with the Reverend. Let's go ahead and get him out of the way. Let's go ahead and get the Reverend out of the way. Yeah. The, uh, I feel sorry for the mother, especially the mother. Yes, even the mother. So I'm guessing he knew her because he lived, she lived next door to the church or whatever. Um, but that just seems like a really... Politically, yeah, yeah, insensitive trying to be politically correct, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I get the politically correct angle, I was looking for another word, but find one. But I, we could go with insensitive and and couple that with politically correct, um, because especially with all of the information that we have, Mm -hmm. I would have more, I, I, I would feel more for the young girl who lost her life. The young boy and the father. Did he even mention the father? I don't even think he I did. Heard he said he yeah. he mentioned the father. He did mention okay. the father, but you know he did he did you know go especially with the mother and you know there's empathy for her, but I don't I don't have none, bro. I I, I well, don't not there. Well, let me restate that. There's empathy for her out in the world. I'm not necessarily, I'm not saying me, but I'm just saying that there's empathy. There's empathy for her. But so my issue in situations like this is the man's feelings are always pushed to the side or looked over or downgraded, especially in this situation because the, and I got questions for the father, but especially in this situation because he he already expressed to the proper officials that he didn't feel like his children were safe with this woman. And she already had a history of violent crimes, or not just violent crimes, let me restate that. She, had a, uh, she has a criminal history. I'll say that. She has a criminal history, and he already expressed not feeling that that's the best place for his children to be. So people were aware of her issues, or she had issues in the past. But it seems as if she was given other chances. And I'm just going to assume here she might have been given other chances or people just kind of overlooked it, the lack of accountability or things from not necessarily from her, but from the proper people to properly look into it. Um, She wasn't allowing him to see the children because he had a new girlfriend. So it was a whole lot of things going on. And the tragic ending but it's just like we got to we got to give 
that that same care to men that we give to women. We got to start doing that because this this guy seems like somebody who was a caring father who wanted to ensure the safety of his children. So we got to we got to focus on him. As, you know. Yeah, when you when you say that, it makes me think about. Um, it makes me think about when I was going through what I was going through as a single father and how many hoops I had to jump through because I was a man with, with, with custody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's, it's hard for me to divorce that or to not insert my experiences into this situation and say, you know, exactly what you just said. He probably had to jump through all of these hoops with people not caring and people thinking he was just some some jaded father trying to ruin his the, the mother of his kid's life and this, that, and the third. Um so you know I'm I'm thinking about all of that. The the pastor messed me up. He really did. Like I was processing the story all well and good. And then it's like why even say that? Like why is that statement even necessary? But that's neither here nor there. That's what they do, though. That's what a lot of pastors do. You know, they it's kind of that slant to the female population. But it's it's to me it goes to all right. So we got two separate discussions here. We got one where far too frequently now, parents, mothers, and fathers are killing their kids. Yeah. Uh, because uh, I believe it yeah. was earlier today or yesterday. Uh, no, this would be a few days ago now, but there was a dad that killed his three kids. Um, that's happening far too frequently. So that's one issue is parents killing their kids. The other issue is um, the issue that's related to this, which is the exceedingly difficult time the extraordinarily difficult time fathers seem to have getting people to look into yes situations yes. involving the mother of their kids yes. and the kids, especially when she has custody. Fathers are overlooked. Their voice is diminished. And like you say, you got to fight tooth and nail to because I've I've just I've just heard the story from too many fathers fighting for their children, specifically black fathers fighting mm-hmm. for their children. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to jump through hoops. If the mother doesn't want him to see the child, he has to eat that. He yeah. has to fight and he has to eat that because like he was saying, like the guy in this was saying, he had a new girlfriend and she didn't like that, according to him. So you can't see your children. And on top of you not being able to see your children, the environment, according to him, the environment that your children is, is in, and I, clearly the environment is not safe for them. Yeah, and that's something that, and like I said, these are two separate issues, but that that second one is something that really hits home for me. Just even on a, on a uh, not even talking about any sort of issues that the ex or the woman might have, because in my situation, um, my kid's mother, like there wasn't, she didn't create any issues for me in the legal system or with anything like that. These were issues that I just had because I was a male with, with his kids. Right, right. 
like she didn't do anything so like that's something that for 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 that's something that men gotta understand even if you do get a woman that don't bring baby mama drama with with her you're still going to have some issues with the system if you split from her and you keep the kids that's just what's going to happen so Um, go ahead my quote but i'm i'm wondering how these two people linked up that that yeah that that's a third dynamic right there like she had to show signs of being unstable some kind of volatile behavior in the past but babies were made out of this two young babies and because these babies are young yeah so so two and four yeah so within the past four let's just let's let's say four to six years let's just give them that four to six years how did this happen how did you all get together how did the relation what was the quality of the relationship what led to you all making babies and what led to you all breaking up those questions got to be asked because it seems like he made babies with a woman who he might have already knew or found found out because he maybe not have done his proper research to find out how stable she was look ma when these girls tell you they crazy believe them like don't take that as she being cute like believe her and it's the same thing with with the young ladies if a dude tell you he don't give a fuck they don't give believe a fuck. him like yeah. Stop thinking that that's people being cute or trying to be not. Motherfucker, tell me they crazy. Yeah, I just, I just wish more could have been done to keep the kids safe. More should have been looked into. Like, how much harder does a man have to fight for his children? That that's a legal, you know, that's a systemic society. But there's no desire to fix that though. Right. Right. There's no desire to and I guess one of the one of the things that make me mad about that is there's no desire to fix that from a good number of men. Because we men in America. If we want to get some stuff done, we can get some stuff done. If all the men in America decide to get together and get some stuff done, we can get some stuff done. Let's just be real. But men aren't stepping up to the plate to fight for what we need in mass. We have we have a we have a loud minority. But that loud minority isn't enough to really get things done in our favor to kind of even the playing field, especially when it comes to custody court and it comes to marriage and all these different things. Like we're we're at a disadvantage if things go wrong. Clearly Men have bought into the narrative of masculinity and manhood. This, and that's part of the problem. When you ask men, who does a mother, who does a child need more, mother or father? They go immediately say the mama. Most right. Most most people in America say the mother. The answer and, is both. Right. B O A F. Both. Like Shannon right. Sharp said. Right. But th- that's part of the problem. When you start talking about who's better able to care for, nurture, provide, and all of these things for children, 
the idea is women. That's a woman's role. That's what women do. The first teacher of a child is a woman. You hear, hear all of these things. And then I'm the weird guy in the room when, when you're in these uh, manosphere conversations and you say, well, why don't we as men become the first teachers of our children? That's not a role that women have to have. You can right. instruct your child. Well, I think because most people, they're in a mindset of the mother has to nurse, so the mother will be there with the child. But that doesn't mean that it can't be a joint effort. Yes, yes the baby, yes, baby going to spend a little more. And I, I think people are taking that a little too literal. Yes, the mother is going to spend more time with the baby because she has to nurse. But that doesn't mean you can't be there simultaneously making sure that you inject some education and some structure, some things that's in there. You can, while the baby is nursing, you can read a book. Y'all can have intelligent conversations. You can talk to the baby. The baby not going to be nursing all day. The baby not going to be sleep all day. There are things that the father can do from the beginning to make sure that he's instructing the child. I don't even give them the nursing excuse because most black people in America aren't breastfeeding. So if your baby on formula, then nursing, and even if your baby is nursing, they got these wonderful machines that suck milk right out of the titty and put it in a bottle for you. I'll put yeah, it in do. the bag so you can put it in a bottle later. There's no excuse in these modern times for a man. Now, I understand if a man just fall back for whatever, you know, like I get that. But to make an excuse out of it to say, well, I have to take a step back because she's a woman and blah, 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 blah. blah. So you let foul shit happen because you got to take a step back. That, that We're not doing that. Nah, we can't do that. We can't do that. Uh, men can't. It's not. It's not smart to suffer in silence for men. It's not smart. Not saying this man did it, but his yeah. his voice was clearly muted. But the idea from a lot of men is you got to suffer in silence. Just shut up and take it. Nah, we ain't doing that. Yeah. We're not doing that. But it's mm. it's. But it, it's so like, dang! It's tragic. Like this happening then. <clears throat> then she goes on social media, you know, with the blood on it and saying that she's killed the children. And it's all Buddy's fault. That And so that's another one of my questions. Well, what does that mean? It's his fault. Exactly. Yeah. I know she can. She the only one can answer that. But that's the question. What does that mean? Is his fault? Why is it his fault? What can? What did he do to contribute to the death of his children? Like literally, not not feelings wise, but literally, what did he literally do? I I want to know what the community response was as well. Because like, if he saw it and immediately rushed over there and got his kids. There's a lot, there's a lot of other people saw it. Too. Right. How many other people saw it and what did they do? But but that's the tragic ending and that's what it took to get attention to what was going on with the children. It took them it took the young girl being murdered and the young boy almost being murdered hanging on to his life right now to get attention to what this man been saying. That's crazy. Like when 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 these people talk about we need men's right advocates, we do. 
We need men right advocates. We need to change. We got to change the narrative for ourselves. We got to control the narrative. We got to write. We got to write the narrative for ourselves, men. Hey, man, we can't. We we can't just sit back and allow stuff to happen. Just be silent, being afraid, to being canceled, and all these things. Hey, man, drop your nuts, man. Drop your nuts, right? Because there there could have been things that could have that have that that happened that been put in place to help this man to be even be able to keep these children alive, keep these children safe. And it wasn't. The ball was dropped in that regards. Yeah, and the, like I said, the fact that she could go on TV, on social media, and blame him for why, for her killing her kids is his fault. Right. And it, the assumption is he was he was getting ready or he had been awarded custody and then I got another issue. She was only charged with murder two. She should have been charged with murder one. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't, I don't, because you know, uh, murder two is, you know, you commit an act and rage or in an emotional state. And murder one is you pre planned it. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. Um, second degree murder, attempted murder, second degree cruelty to a juvenile is what they're giving her. I don't, I don't um, agree with that. She, she should get murder one for the harsher sentence, and that comes with it. And I feel that way about anybody that kill, especially if you kill your kids. Because I don't, I don't. It's hard to believe that was her. That just happened just out of a rage i believe the rage caused it but i believe those thoughts were probably there absolutely previously. absolutely it, like and this is what i believe so i'm, I'm purely speaking on speculation because i don't know but i find it hard to believe that you would just snap and kill your kids out of the blue never having thought about it before it's a build-up it's a build-up it's a it's a build-up and is another speculation. It could have happened because she wanted to hurt him. Going back to her saying it's his fault. What? Because he moved on. He has another woman. So that that could have been it. So that's something that she thought was put in as well. Man, but these these even if that's the case, then that goes back to look, man. You you got to make better decisions. How how are y'all allowing these people? that become your future crazy ex to be your present. Well, I'm not, I'm not sure how much vetting is going on. How many, how much they're talking to each other, having real conversations, uh, paying attention to each other's actions. Cause it goes beyond the conversations. It goes into what you do and how you treat the person, how you relate to the person. How do you, how do you all relate when you're mad at each other? Do you have a, do you even, is a healthy relationship, is that even on the table? Like a lot of, a lot of stuff got to be asked when you, when you vetting somebody to see if you're going to be with them. Because let's just be real, a lot of times folks ain't out here vetting, they're just out here messing with people because yeah. they meet certain superficial qualifications. And then they jump in the sack and be having sex and be making these babies. No standards, no intentions, no nothing. I'm man, every 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 young man, I'm every young person, man or woman, because it's not just the boys. But every young person I'm talking to now, I'm look, man, be intentional 
And and right. if you see a single red flag, that's it's, it's a red flag for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Stop. Do not pass go. And you ain't meant to be with everybody you talk to. Some people just passing through. Let them pass. Guess because she look good. I mean, you got to have them. Right. And vice right. versa. And so like, and that goes back to like you were saying the other day, though, with dudes. Dick discipline, dick control. That's something exclusively for dudes because women have pussy control. But Most dudes, not, yeah, I often say not these days, but <laughs> things have changed. <laughs> they have changed. Most but, of them have pussy power, but there are a few that don't. But it's just, you got to, you have to put more thought into who you choose to be with, who you choose to lay down with, and who you choose to have unprotected sex with and don't pull out with. You ain't thinking about that. You ain't thinking about the quality of the woman that you're making a baby with. Because if you're not thinking about that, you're setting yourself up for failure. What's the quality of the woman that you want to stick your raw penis in and not pull out? The question should be realistic. Realistically, can this woman realistically, simultaneously with me, raise competent, productive citizens? Healthy citizens, emotionally, psychologically, physically, all the cliches you need. Can she help me raise this competent person? Is she competent enough to do that? Do she? Because I like one thing I look for is discipline in women. That's one thing, and that's that's so. A couple things that I that I why I want my woman to be working out. To be exercising. For one, it's gonna keep up what three things. For one, it's gonna keep you healthy. Two, I know you have discipline. You can discipline yourself to doing something. And three, you're gonna look good. But I need a woman with discipline because those traits probably gonna be passed down to my to my children especially if we have a, a girl because she gonna be the one teaching her how to be a woman if she ain't got no discipline she my daughter ain't gonna handle discipline yeah. i mean like you know i saw i saw a, a post tiktok instagram i don't know it was uh three generations of women let's say the grandmother was about 45 the mother was in her early 30s and the daughter was in like her late teens, early 20s, maybe 19, 18, 17. So that's three gen, that's at least two generations of young teen mothers. You know, I've been seeing a lot of those. It's kind of off subject, but you made me think about it on um, the social medias when I do visit them. Uh, you see a lot of those three generations, four generations, and all this other stuff. And people be like, yeah, my grandma still look good. And I'd be like, well, your grandma's 43. She shouldn't be a grandma. <laughs> but they'd be, they be bragging about it. Like, you know, we four generations deep. Great grandma, 56. Grandma is 43. And you just going, you like, well, well hey. it ain't like she 90. Folk we went to school with our grandparents. I know. I know. That's crazy. I mean, look, I, I be I be hundred percent honest. My oldest is 18. Um yeah. he ain't he ain't got no kids. 
Right. But I do have a legal adult with another one, 17, right up under him. So, but, you know, again, even with them, it's all right. So we got 18, 17, and neither one of them got no kids, and they neither one of them got no chick pregnant. They already passed me up. So now let's keep it going. Right. Let's not let's not make but for men, let's not for one, let's not make babies until we are in a stable position to provide what our children need, to provide the Absolutely. resources that they need and more. And also, too, let's make babies in family structures. I'm going to say it again. Let's make babies in family structures. And three, let's make babies in healthy relationships with healthy women. Word. I'm just saying. 